You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Enjoying uh, enjoying my first full day as an SEC basketball champion since I was a child of uh, 32 years old. I mean, it really is incredible, and we will certainly dive deep into this. Um, but I want to tell everybody that this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. I want you to go check out BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON20, and you will receive 20% off of your order can't beat it. Go to BuiltBar.com. Jimmy, uh, really incredible to watch that yesterday. Uh, incredible may be a little bit hyperbolic. It was not our best game. Um, but I, the, the thing is, I had so many people not associated with you and me, just other friends from, from Ellick City and other places. Uh, they were texting me things like, Okay, yeah, we won it, but we're we look like a second round and out team in the NCAA tournament. And you know, my first thought was, man, I really wish everybody understood the significance of this championship. Forget the pandemic, right. forget the, any asterisks and all that crap. Um, understand this goes down as an SEC championship. Understand that this is in his second season. Um, yeah, Kentucky didn't have their chemistry. That's not Alabama's fault. Sorry about that, Kentucky. Um, We swept you. So, you know, I I really want Alabama fans to appreciate this because it is huge. And I don't understand what it is about Alabama fans for the the majority of them. Not all of it. Not all of them. Not you and I have shown tendencies to do it on occasion, but we're not, I wouldn't consider us full-time self-deprecating Alabama basketball fans um, like a lot of people are. I mean, you see the message boards are like, we're just not playing well right now. We just won the freaking SEC. <laughs> Revel in that for a moment and then worry about the NCAA later. And here's the thing. If we lose out, if we lose to Auburn, lose to Georgia, lose first-round SEC tournament, lose first-round NCAA tournament, this, to me, this season is a success regardless. Oh, no doubt. It has to be. We just haven't won the SEC enough in our history to take any of this for granted. It's not like football at all. And I'm sure it's football that makes people, you know, unappreciative, if you want to, you know, put it that way, of, of, of winning the SEC if the focus is on, yeah, but we can't score. But, you know, the team, like we, we've said all year, Luke, uh, we, we've been consistent in this. Um, the reason that we're a good team is because – Every now and then, we can score like crazy. We scored 115 points against Georgia. But we're not good. We're great. And, and great teams win championships. And the reason we're great is because we play so hard on the other end of the floor. And we did last night. I, I, I know we didn't play great offensively, but we did play great defensively. And that's why we won the game. And frankly, that's why we're champions of the SEC is because of, uh, of how good we are on the defensive end. Yes, some nights, some weeks. Some multiple weeks, the offense just isn't there because we're so dependent on on hitting that outside shot. But uh, but no, I thought it was a great defensive effort, and and complaining is sort of like uh, 
beating Florida in, in football in the SEC championship game and, and only only win, only winning 17 to 3 uh because the defense played great. I suppose people complain about that these days, but heck, no complaints here. Just uh just an SEC championship. And again, really only the third of my cognizant lifetime. I know we won some in the 70s. I think we won three years in a row in the 70s. Uh, but, you know, I was I was a real little kid there. Hell, I, hell, I was 10 years younger than Josh Primo then. You know, it, it's um, it, it's funny when you bring up football, because in football, I think Alabama fans get disappointed because we expect perfection. And when we don't achieve it, we bitch. I think Alabama fans expect the worst. They expect complete imperfection. They're like, oh, yeah, we won, but I mean, Jesus, that was terrible. Uh, you know, it, it, listen, just again, I, I'm imploring all Alabama fans listening to this, enjoy this. This is a big deal. It really is. And I think everybody needs to understand that. Look, Kentucky has won the league, uh, I think, something like six times more than the next closest competitor. But Alabama's right up there. I'm writing an article. You know, second. Alabama. Well, Alabama's second, I think, in NCAA tournaments victories, but I mean, in, in championships, but I think they're like fourth in SEC championships. But I'm not positive about that. I'm not 100% on that. But I know that rankings wise, I think Alabama is 35th in the country in terms of numbers of wins all time. Now, you say, oh, 35th. Ugh. Well, take it to First of all, this is just number of wins. We haven't been playing as long as some of these teams, number one. Number two, there are 300-something teams. <laughs> That's right. We're we play in the SEC. Look who we're playing. I mean, we're playing yeah. the most athletic teams in the country year in and year out. So I, I just – again, I know that I'm – it's ironic that I'm getting on here bitching about people bitching. I understand that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be much more positive in this next segment. But I'm just asking everybody, put your arms around this team for a minute. I understand. Look, th there can be some frustrating times. We take some puzzling shots from time to time. Why we go so cold, I don't know. Um, why we feel like uh, some people get more minutes than others when it, it seems clear that they're not quite as talented, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know these answers. But I know this. We're going to win the league, and if we beat Auburn, and if we beat Georgia, we win it going away. We win it Kentucky style. And I think that needs to be appreciated. Jimmy, um, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. I talked about them a little bit earlier. The new promo code for Built Bar is Locked On 20. Go use that promo code, Locked On 20. They are putting out some new flavors all the time now. That coconut brownie chunk was unbelievable. They've got like a cookie dough chunk coming out. That is supposed to be fantastic. Can't wait to try it. I just got a peanut butter crunch, and I bet you did too, Jimmy. Get some samples, and they're fabulous. So go to BuiltBar.com. These bars are nutritious. They're healthy. They're delicious. They're covered in chocolate. They're great for a keto diet. BuiltBar.com is where you want to go. Use the promo code LOCKEDON20. That's the new promo code. All one word, all together, LOCKEDON20. You will get 20% off that order. You will thank me later via the Twitterverse. Also, 
want to tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to put those safe, secure bets in online. Look, gambling online is the way to go now. That's how everybody does it. Um, you need to go check out betonline.ag, get you up a, an account, use the promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus. So if you put in 200 bucks, you get free money. Free money. Free money. So go check out betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. You can bet on things like college basketball. You can bet on the NFL draft. You can bet on futures of college football. You can bet on reality television. Reality. That's amazing to be able to bet on reality television. That's fantastic. Go check out betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on, and you will absolutely love what you're dealing with. Safe, secure, easy to pay in, even easier to pay out. Betonline.ag is where you want to go. Can't you bet on like who's going to beat whose ass on like uh, Real Housewives and stuff like that? Who's whose ass? Well, what I mean is, uh, I mean, on the reality wagering, what's that like? Or, or is that like who's going to win The Bachelor and stuff like that? Do we know? I Have think it's who's going to win The Bachelor, but I don't know what you're talking about. Who's ass? Well, there, <laughs> there's always fights on those uh, real uh, housewife shows. They, they, oh, there are a lot fights. of them. A lot of them hate each other and, and they're getting in fights or almost getting in fights. Can you wager on that? I think you can. I'm always taking that nay nay. I don't. I don't know if she's still on it, but if you know who I'm talking about, you're going to bet on. Nene is on the uh, Atlanta show. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, I'm yeah. betting on Nene. I know she, I don't, she can be. I don't care. I embarrassingly if know who that is. Is if it's Real Housewives of Siberia, I'm taking Nene. That's just the bottom line of that. Um, Jimmy, uh, sorry, I have to let my dog out of this room. It's, my dog's driving me bananas. Um, the uh, Potomac one is the more, uh, that's the most, uh, that's the best one. There's, there's more drama on the Potomac one than any of the others. Yeah, I've heard that, but I, I you know, I, I don't watch any of them. You I, know Big I, Sam's on that. That's the Alabama thing. Big Sam is on it. Well, my, my wife watches all of them, and, like, I come in, and she's watching one of them, and I don't know if it's Potomac or Beverly Hills or New York. <laughs> And I'm getting them all confused and forgetting which one screwed whose husband and everything. It's just messed up. But anyway, Jimmy, if you remember on this podcast, I'm usually not much of a uh, fortune teller. But I did say, and I want to appreciate Morgan Holder for pointing this out via Twitter. I said last week that James Rojas is not a great basketball player. He's not. I I understand that. I don't think I'm insulting him by saying this. I think we can all see he's a better basketball player than you and me, but he's not a great college basketball player. But I said that Nate Oates believes in him for some reason. So for that reason, because I trust Nate Oates, I believe James Rojas is going to do something sometime to say, oh, my God, he might have won the game for us. I didn't know if it was going to be a block or a steal or a charge, or whatever. He popped a three when we needed a three against the dagger. to win the, dagger. the championship. It was the dagger. And when he shot it, Jimmy, it I don't know about you. I'm going to say, I, I mean, I have no problem saying this. My eyes aren't good, so I moved to right in front of our TV. I'm standing in our living room watching the game. Now I'm nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocket chairs. I'm, I'm standing there in front of the TV, and James Rojas gets the pass, and literally, it was – you remember the movie, what was it, 
necessary roughness where they said, don't throw it to stone hands. I was like, (laughs) he shoots it. And as the ball's in the air, I'm like, no, 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 no splash. And I, and I immediately pat myself on the back and say, you called that shit, Luke. Now you didn't call it in the moment because you were begging him not to shoot it, but you called it last. Yeah, that, that was, that was a impressive uh, fortune telling, especially and, and it happened. And and again, I, I just thought right when he hit it, I just thought, how fitting that that really the dagger, what wins the game is a three from Rojas. It was poetic to me in, in, in one sense. Yeah, you did you did make that call uh, uh, about five shows ago. Or no, about more shows than that ago. It was like two weeks ago. And uh, But what was fitting to me is, look, we don't really have a superstar. I know Herb gets a lot of attention. Petty gets a lot of attention. And they're good players, and, and they're going to win some awards because, you know, somebody has to win the awards. But Herb is not a great scorer at all. Uh, and it's kind of hard to call somebody a superstar when they only average about 10 or 11 points a game. So we don't really have a superstar. But the reason we're so good is because of the depth. We have so many good players, and we, we just run them out at you in waves, and we play 8 and 9 and 10 and sometimes 11. Now we're back up to 12. We'll play 12 guys in a game, really about 10 of them play significant minutes but any of those 10 can do things to help us win and that's why we're good it's the depth of talented players uh we just don't have a superstar so to me it was fitting that rojas probably our worst three-point shooter would make a three to win the game and win the sec i thought it was just fitting like well it's the depth it's the depth that won it's the depth that made the shot the depth that won the game and the depth of good players is the reason we're SEC champions. Yeah, that's another good way to put it. In one of the most unconventional seasons of all time, one of the most unconventional teams when it's wins it a game in the most unconventional way by the most unconventional player popping a shot. He's he. I mean, Jimmy, what was he like? Two of nineteen coming into that. I mean, I, I would I'm guess. Wondering- I would guess he's made less than ten all year. Oh, he, Jimmy, I, I would guess right around 10. Two. I swear to God, I think he's only made two. I'm, 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 now I'm going to look it up because I'm like, I, gotta look it. Uh, but, uh, I would say I'm, I'm going with 10. Oh, I, the over under is two and a half, and I'm going under. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead I'll serious. That online AG say the over. Okay, well, look, I'm pulling it up on ESPN right now. But here's my thing, other thing, Jimmy. Um, Oh, shoot. I, I had a thought, and then you just blew it with all this bet talk. You got me excited because <laughs> I'm about to pay for money. Um, okay, let me see. Wait a minute. James Rowe, where's his, where's his season stats? What the hell is this? Oh, career stats. Okay. It, see all. I'm, come on, ESPN. Hook me up. I mean, what's going on with this junk? Um, all right. He is three-point. What the hell? ESPN might have the worst statistics I've ever seen. It's got he's his three point percentage is twenty percent. So and I think he's only shot twenty of them. But that would mean four. Okay, I take that back. He's five of twenty four. Five of twenty four. I mean, do we know that includes yesterday? Yes, that includes yesterday. So what I'm saying is, I thought it was only two, 
but so apparently, you thought two and I thought ten, and we were equally we were we were basically equally wrong. No, 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 because <laughs> it was four coming into yesterday. <laughs> four coming into yesterday, and then that was so his fifth three pointer of the year is I the mean, dagger that beats Mississippi that beats Mississippi State on the road and wins the SEC. That's with great. a team, Jimmy, with a team that has Javon Quinterly, who was pretty much on fire from yeah. beyond the arc yesterday. A team that has John Petty, who is the all-time leading three-point shooter in Alabama history. A team that has Josh Primo, who's shown a propensity to hit a lot of threes, especially against LSU. Herb Jones with improved three-point range. Um, Alex Reese, who can pop a three. Even Bruner, even Bruner, Bruner can pop a three-pointer. The, the the biggest three of the game was from James freaking Rojas. I mean, it's it's least insanity. Likely, least likely of the ten guys that play a lot of minutes, he is the least likely guy to make a three. And uh, all he did was win. The, all he did was win the league for the first time in uh, nineteen years. You know, um, it, it really is just incredible. But here's the other thing. Okay, I I get the self loathing. I talked about that earlier. But I'm going to tell you something. Okay, maybe this is me being too much of an optimist right now, a cockeyed optimist, if you would. <laughs> cockeyed uh, optimist. But uh, uh, Billy, um, what was it? Was it was, it was Billy? Oh, Billy, um, what was it? Billy? Oh shoot! Now I got to Google that. But I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> I think that. Um, I think, <laughs> uh, I think that uh, a weight was lifted off this team. Billy Mumphrey. Billy Mumphrey. Yeah, <laughs> I googled it. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I think a weight was lifted off this team. The, the the enormity of this team having to clinch the SEC title has been a thing, and and with Arkansas nipping at your heels, you know, and the team not playing well, uh, it, still squeaking by most of the games, but still not playing well. I think a weight's been lifted, and I, I'm thinking I'm going to spin this very positively and say that I think this team now can play much looser and that may be a huge positive for Alabama. Yeah. Uh, you know, at some point the shot's going to return and maybe it will. I mean, these next two games will be really interesting. We're really only playing for seeding, which is important. It's not like we were, we, we care if we win or lose. That won't be the case at all, but there's no doubt we will coach it differently and play it differently. And sort of like you, I, I wonder if we just play better now that the pressure is gone, now that we don't, quote, have to win. Maybe now is when we'll see the, uh, the, the the shot magically return. We'll probably also see some increased minutes from guys that haven't played much. Keon Ambrose Hilton, Darius Miles, guys at the bottom of, of the rotation that haven't played a ton. Maybe we'll see more of them as we, uh, as we rest some guys like Herb, like Petty, uh, you know, that have been banged up a little bit uh, as we've got these last two games. Uh, but I will predict now, if, 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 if it's time to be negative, uh, I, you know, it's more than a hunch. It's not a matchup, more than a hunch. Than any, I doubt we win the SEC tournament. Uh, and, and frankly, it's not because I don't believe that, that we're the best team in the league. We are the best team in the league. We proved that. Uh, I think it's just sort of a focus on the bigger prize. I think this team is capable of making a good run in the NCAA tournament and the SEC tournament won't feel as important to them because they won the SEC regular season. They know they'll make history uh, in the NCAA tournament. So uh, I'm not as optimistic that we'll do great in the SEC tournament. Plus there's teams playing extremely well in the SEC right now, chiefly Arkansas and even Kentucky. 
uh, I might uh, pick Kentucky to win the SEC tournament. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be something if Kentucky, their most disappointing team in years, <laughs> wins the SEC tournament, backdoors their way back into the NCAA tournament? Uh, I won't be surprised at all. Yeah, and they did lose at home again, though, to Florida. So uh, Yeah, Florida's no, good, know. though. It was close. Florida's good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, Jimmy, let's take a break. When we come back, I just want to dive into the Ty Simpson commitment for a minute. Jimmy, we don't have a lot of time left, so just tell me what you think about Ty Simpson. Uh, very excited about Ty Simpson for any number of reasons. Look, uh, I think even our fans that don't follow recruiting see that fifth star by his name. They see where he's ranked. Uh, they're excited enough just based on his rankings and that fifth star. Uh, I, I'm more excited than even that. I, I think he's a legitimate five-star. Uh, I would have said that if he went somewhere else like Clemson. Uh, he's, you know, I think he's the modern quarterback. I think the modern 2021 quarterback is, a, is an athlete. Uh, he's really good with his feet, but he doesn't scramble to run. He scrambles to throw. He buys himself time with his athleticism and still makes the play with his arm. Um, he's not only a coach's son, he's a head coach's son. He's a college head coach's son. He's very bright. Uh, he's got every intangible you want off the field. He's another feel-good Alabama quarterback in the sense that well, we've had a slew of them. What great guys, Mac Jones, Tua Tungo-Vailoa, Jalen Hurts, Jake Coker, uh, he's just another in that in that line of just great, great kids. He's like an Eagle Scout. I mean, he's a, he's good grades, good guy. He's going to be a leader. He's uh, grown up around football his whole life. Uh, and uh, he said in one interview uh, that I was really impressed with, he, he said he was really impressed by Mac Jones' story, that Mac hung around and hung around when everyone thought he would transfer. And he just got his one year to start, and he made the most of it and is going to play in the NFL. And Ty was talking about how remarkable – he thought that was and said he'd have no problem following the same track. So it sounds like he's even going to show up and be patient while he waits his turn. Because as, as everybody that listens to the show knows, I'm huge on Bryce Young. And I, I think Bryce Young is going to be fantastic. And that uh, everybody on the depth chart is going to have to wait their turn until Bryce cycles out. So uh, I think Ty will be patient. And personally, I believe that Ty is second in what I would call the line of succession right now. Um, I think he'll probably be the starter once Bryce cycles out. Uh, and I say that even though I am a fan of uh, Jalen Milrow and even Paul Tyson. Uh, we're just lucky right now. Our quarterback room has been loaded for a while. And with a commitment from a kid like Ty Simpson, it's just going to remain loaded. Yeah, I think you're right. And um, I'm really excited about him. And if you watch his highlight tape, it's, it's pretty incredible. And this kid does seem rather grounded. Uh, which is a big positive. Meanwhile, Jimmy, um, I don't want to stop with the Ty Simpson praise because this is a huge thing, but the word just comes across the wire as we're recording this. A Rick Gilbert has re-entered the transfer portal, so he's leaving Florida now. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You know, um, on the one hand, that is stunning news because of how big his name is. But based on the circumstances of how he left LSU uh, and, and why, uh, I'm not surprised at all. I just think this – you know what? It, you know, I'm, I'm sure Alabama fans somewhere are excited right now. He's not going to Alabama. First of all, we don't have room. And, and secondly, we have Jaleel Billingsley, who's, who's really good. And third, uh, I hope people now see that having Eric Gilbert on the team might not be worth 
the talent. Uh, it might, but 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 I, I say all that to say this: that kid needs Nick Saban. I, was, that, I swear that, to God, I'll the same thing. That kid needs Nick Saban, and I and I don't say that because, frank, frankly, it's up to me, and and I'm the wrong guy to ask because I screw this up all the time. I don't want the kid on our team, to be honest. But I'm wrong about that, and Nick is who's right about that. It has first round NFL ability, and he can be a highly successful professional one day. Uh, he need he needs Nick Saban is is what he needs, and. And he needs Nick as a coach I, I, a whole lot more than he needs to play fo- more than he needs to play football for Alabama. He needs to he needs Nick. That's he all. needs to transfer to Nick Saban's house. <laughs> he does. He just needs he to needs, live with Nick and Harry for a while. He needs Chris and Saban's room. He needs Chris and Saban's room more than he needs a room at Bryant Dorm. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I mean, he needs he needs the Nick Saban school of wayward coaches for for grooming wayward coaches, because that's what this kid's going to become. I mean, it sounds like he's got some um, either mental or emotional issues is what it sounds like. Yeah. And that that's well, nothing. We, we can't report that. stuff like that, but yeah. It, I, I know, I'm not, report, I'm not reporting it. Well, we're, not, we're not reporting it. We're just speculating. We're just speculating correctly. Well, and, and the reason is, yeah, <laughs> I and, and again, it's nothing to laugh at. I understand. And, and like mental health is a huge thing in this country. I understand. But, but it, it sounds like this kid just doesn't have a lot of direction right now. He you remember even going back to his recruitment it for all the world. He was going to Alabama at the very last second. He surprises everybody goes to LSU. Um, he has a pretty good year at LSU and then out of the blue needs to transfer goes to Florida out of the blue, I mean, literally out of the blue, transfers. And now what? I mean, where where could he go besides Alabama that's going to help get him right? That's what's scary. He needs um, to go. Yeah, and fo- football needs to be about the last thing. I mean, you know, if, if you have any – if anyone has any control over the kid, and who knows who does, but that kid needs uh, help uh, more than he needs football. Uh, and hopefully he can go to a place where he gets both of those things. And Florida is a good program that has good players. And, you know, Dan Mullen, for whatever reason, I, I used to think of Dan Mullen one way, and now I think of him differently over what just happened this past year, where he seemed to completely, to me, flip his lid. I, I, I don't know. But uh, Dan Mullen's an experienced guy who's coached all sorts of kids. If uh, Mullen had this level of issue, uh, I mean, well, I'm sorry, we're not talking about, you know, I just have a lot of respect for Dan Mullen as a coach that that's coached all sorts of kids and can help kids. And his wife in particular seems like an ideal, uh, you know, team mom for somebody like an Eric Gilbert. But uh, gosh, what a what a story! It's a sad one, and I hope that he gets right, uh, Jimmy. The sound of my Morky Poo barking and pissing me off means that my wife and uh, my baby's new babysitter are driving back up and I'm about to go, excuse me while I write a check to PETA for abusing this dog. <laughs> I used that line yesterday, but anyway. Um, okay, buddy, that's going to do it. We will talk to you later. Roll Tide, everybody. Roll Tide.